Hey there, I'm Ashley and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work, family, social life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing. Hello, podcast people. I am running solo today. Inspiration struck while I was listening to an episode uh, from Micah Folsom's podcast. It was her newest one. Uh, what you're not choosing, or I'm sorry, what you're not changing, you're choosing. And this is kind of going to be an offshoot of that um, for teachers <laughs> and for moms because I've heard a lot of complaining lately, but not a whole lot of like action being done about the complaining. And so this is going to be a little bit of a saucy episode and maybe light a little fire under you to start taking some action on those things that you're claiming victim to. And uh, the reason I am so passionate about this is because I have plain played the victim before. I mean, we all have, right? We're all human. We're all, we all want to feel significant. And sometimes it's easier to feel significant by complaining about things and not actually taking action on them because taking action is work and complaining really isn't work. <laughs> so it is easier sometimes to feel that significance that we so crave for just by complaining about the thing, right? And I'm not saying that I don't complain about stuff. I do. I, I have my fair share of complaints, but then I usually like after the complaints come out of my mouth, I think about it and I'm like, is that really, is that helping me right now? Sure. I can complain. Sure. I can, you know, get this stuff off of my chest, but then it's time to move on. And if it's really something that's bothering me that I can fix, because, you know, sometimes these things that we complain about, we can't, really necessarily fix, but if it's something I can fix, something that I can do something about, then instead of me continuing to complain about it, I need to figure something out and start taking action on it, right? So that's kind of what this is going to be about. And before we get into this, I want to just acknowledge the fact that the last two years has been freaking hard for educators. So I'm not saying that there hasn't been stuff to complain about. Of course there has. Uh, there hasn't been any hard times. Of course there has. I mean, this has been the hardest. I, I mean, I, you know, I've only been alive for almost 34 years, so I don't know what teaching was like before this, but this has been the hardest two years of our lives. You know, everybody, really everybody, but we don't have to play victim to that. We can do things about it to make it not so hard. And that's why Roberta and I started this podcast because we want to help you and we want to give you those self-care ideas to help you make it not so hard because it has made our last two years not as hard as we know it could have been without all of the self-care that we've been doing for ourselves. 
So I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, and like I said, I have been the victim before. I've played the victim before. Uh, I maybe didn't know exactly how to handle my problems. And that's the problem, right? Like we don't necessarily do this stuff because we want to be the victim. Maybe we do, but we don't necessarily do it because of that reason, but maybe because we just don't know any better. We don't have the tools to be able to figure this stuff out on ourselves, right? And I'm when I'm what I'm talking about right now is my first couple of years of teaching. And I did ask for help and that was thrown back in my face. Uh, I I tried doing things, I was taking action, uh, but I want to acknowledge for those of you that don't have the admin support that you need right now, that is a big issue. <laughs> that is why I stopped teaching at the first two schools, three schools that I was teaching at, because there was no admin support. I I almost gave up on education because I was like, if this is what admin is like everywhere that I go, I don't want to be a teacher. I can't handle it. I can't go through my day with no support where I need it. And so I just want to also acknowledge that if you are in that situation right now, no amount of self-care and um, like taking care of you is going to make that part of your job any less stressful. So if you are getting demands placed on you that are not like you can't, you physically can't take on anymore, but you just keep getting more and more and more thrown at you, then it may be time to start looking for another job. I am not telling you to go out and quit your job. Please don't take this as that. But I, this is the time to start thinking about it. Like if you are truly unhappy where you're at, and you've tried the self-care and you've tried taking action and you've tried making things better and it's not working, then maybe it is time to move on. Maybe that job is for somebody else that is going to get along better with the administrator. Maybe there's a different job out there for you that you would mesh better with, that you would have a lot less stress with. So again, I'm not telling you to go out and quit your job today, that's not what I'm saying. But I think that if you've tried the things, you've taken action, you know, I've done all the things, then it's probably time to start thinking about it. <laughs> so um, I also just wanted to acknowledge that because I've been in places where I had no admin support and it is not fun. <laughs> and I'm finally in a place right now where I feel like I have the support that I need so I can run my classroom how it works for me. And that is why I feel like I have had such a successful last uh, five years. And while the last two years was super hard, yes, I didn't feel like I was under so much stress that I was going to pop. So um, this is more of an episode about like, if you are feeling pretty good about where you're at, like you feel good, like you feel you have the support from your administrator but things are still really hard. You're still feeling super overwhelmed. You're still feeling super stressed, but maybe you really haven't taken action on those things. So are you doing anything about this besides complaining about it? Because 
where does complaining put us? How do you feel when you complain, right? We complain and we complain to other people and more people and we complain about the same thing. But what if we took all that time that we spent complaining and we started coming up with an action plan for it instead of just complaining about it? Because complaining to all the wrong people is going to get you nowhere. So if you are on the complaining train, and trust me, I've been there, I know, it, it just, it feels good to get it out, right? But if you are doing it over and over and over, and you've got the same story stuck in your head, and it's not getting out, and you are complaining about this same thing to different people over and over and over again, you feel crappy, right? You feel like your your emotions are just they're they're bringing you it's bringing you down you are not in a good place to move to a place of action because you've brought yourself down so far that you're not in a good spot you're not happy you're not excited about the things that you loved anymore right um so what can you do right first step and I'm going to give you an example of this, but I want you to start listening to your body throughout the day. So what I, what do I mean by that? Well, when are those times when you're feeling calm and, or maybe energetic in your classroom? Why, why are you feeling that way during those points in time? And how do you know that you're feeling calm, right? Your body is relaxed you're not breathing super hard. Um, maybe you can feel it in your chest. Your chest isn't super tight. How about those times when you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed and you just maybe want to throw a book at a wall, right? <laughs> like your chest starts tightening up. I can feel when I'm starting to get super stressed and overwhelmed, my chest starts tightening up and I can almost feel my heart start beating faster. Um, this happened to me this last Wednesday. Wednesday was just a super hectic day. Um, I ended up subbing on my prep, so I didn't get any of my quiet time that I'm used to. I don't think, no, I did get my morning time. Uh, so that was, you know, I got my regular morning time, but I usually make sure that my prep is uninterrupted as much as possible and quiet. I don't usually have music going or anything like that just because I, I mean, sometimes I do, but most days I just need it quiet to uh, relax my body and all that kind of stuff, focus on what I'm doing, right? Well, I didn't have that. I subbed for seventh grade and not that they were like, they weren't naughty or bad or anything. I was just, it was go, go, go all day long. And it was a day where my kids were specifically needy and they need it. They need a lot of questions answered from me. I'm not saying like needy in a bad way. They had legitimate questions that needed to be answered. But what that means for me is, okay, my day is out of the norm. I didn't get my quiet time during my prep that I needed. And I had kids in my face all day long asking me a thousand questions. And it usually isn't that many questions all at once. And it was just, 
you know those days where it's Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Johnson, Mrs. Johnson. And I was like at the point where I was telling my kids, I'm like, okay, my name is no longer Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, just call me anything. I don't care. Call me teacher at this point. I just don't want to hear my name anymore. So um, that was me. I could feel like my chest kind of start getting a little tighter. I could feel my heart beating a little faster. And I just told my kids, I'm like, you guys just need to leave me alone for a couple of minutes. And they're like, okay. And I, you know, I don't, I'm not saying like do this all the time, right? But if you need time, take the time. <laughs> and this is such a good skill to model for your students too. And your kids at home, if your kids are stressing you out, just, you know, like you guys, I, I need, mommy needs a couple minutes. Okay. And this is something I need to get better at at home instead of being so reactive. Um, I am much better at it at school. Maybe you all can relate, <laughs> but that is what my Wednesday was like. And I haven't felt that in a really long time because I've been so, I've been in such a practice of taking care of my needs first. Well, not every day can be like that. Sometimes we have bad days. It happens, right? Okay, so after you listen to your body, I want you to identify why it's reacting to the uh, stressful situation in the way that it is. So I, I knew exactly what it was. I didn't get my quiet time during my prep and I had kids in my face all day long. So what that means for me is I needed, and, and the, I knew the rest of the day was going to be like that as well when I left school. So I needed to take the couple minute breaks during the class periods that I needed. And then I also knew that I needed, when I was at home, I knew I needed some quiet time. So I, Matt took the kids to wrestling and I had 45 minutes to myself and that helped a lot, right? So listening to your body, figuring out why it's reacting to it that way, and then start taking action on it, right? I took action. I took those couple minute breaks. I took that 45 minute break. I told my husband what I needed. I said, I need some quiet time right now. Can you take them to wrestling? And maybe that wouldn't have been an option, but I could have dropped them off at wrestling and then I could have gone for a walk or something while they were wrestling. Okay. So there's, you, you, you got to look for the opportunities and the things that you can take action on. Okay. So it, you might be thinking like, well, it's easy for you because you have a, a managed classroom or, or it's easy for you because um, you're in the country and you could have taken that walk while your kids were, well, you just have to figure out where you can fit this stuff in for your specific day. Okay. And, and playing the blame game, it's easy for you. That's also not good for anybody. It's not helping you get out of your stuckness and move on. It's not helping you make an action plan. Okay. So you're going to make your action plan. You're going to take action on it you're going to stop complaining about it and you're going to start doing that something about it, right? That you're going to start taking the action. So I hope this has given you a good start. Okay. I'm not saying you're going to be perfect at first. I'm not, it's not going to, I mean, this is two years in the making you guys. I have been practicing, practicing this stuff for two years my Wednesday would have been a whole lot crappier if I hadn't been practicing this stuff for two years. Um, gratitude is another big one. 
I know you've heard us talk about it before a lot, right? But gratitude is so, so big. If you can put yourself in a state of gratitude, everything else is going to start feeling better. I promise you, (laughs) if you are in an actual state of gratitude, it's going to take some time. It's a practice. Again, you have to practice it. I was at a point in my life, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, um, my first year of teaching, I was so depressed. I literally could not think of one thing on Thanksgiving that I was grateful for. Not one thing. I started thinking about all the things that sucked in my life. Gosh, everybody else has it so much better because look at all the things that they could be thankful for. I can't even think of one thing. This sucks. This school sucks. Uh, This day sucks. This everything sucks, right? If you are in that place right now, start so small. Start so, so small and start working, working your way up from there, right? Start with one thing. What is one thing today that you can be grateful for? And then tomorrow, maybe you can think of two things in the morning. And then maybe you start adding in like five minutes of movement. And then maybe instead of that bag of chips at lunch and a deep fried chimichanga from Taco Bell, you decide to go get a Subway instead, right? So just starting super small, not overwhelming yourself with everything and start taking action in that way. When you start trying to do too many things at once, that's when it gets overwhelming and crazy. I'm going to give you one more example. Um, So in a couple episodes ago, Roberta and I, in our goals episodes, we talked about my parosmia. And for those of you that either didn't listen to that episode or you don't know what it is, it is the loss or changing of smell. And it's usually characterized by something that makes it like it smells revolting basically and it tastes revolting and it's from a virus it does not have to be from covid it this has been going on since before covid we've just seen in a huge uptick in it because of covid um but i'm gonna i'm gonna use my veggie example for you guys so we kind of we did talk about this on a previous episode but it uh, has been coming to light more for me and um, it's been making a lot more sense since I've been concentrating on it more and thinking about it more. So I could definitely be playing the victim right now with this parosmia thing that I have going on. I So when I first got it, I lost my smell and my taste for a day. And then uh, I couldn't smell anything bad for quite a few months. So I, everything good smelled normal and I just couldn't smell anything bad. And I was like, well, this is fabulous. Well, I don't like this. I could go on like this forever. Right. <laughs> like, I don't need to smell when my kids fart. I don't need to smell when there's something dead over on the side of the yard. Like this is great. But then all of a sudden my smell started changing and everything that smelled gross started smelling even more gross in a different way. And I don't even know how to explain the smell to you. It is the weirdest thing. And then it started affecting my taste. 
So that's when I started getting pretty frustrated with it. And I can sit here and tell you like, oh, this is all because of COVID. This sucks. Like I, I'm just so sick of it and blah, blah, blah. I'm gaining weight because I'm not able to eat the vegetables that I used to eat. And I have been saying that stuff, but I also know deep down that it's not serving me and I need to just start taking action on it. And I need to just start looking for more veggie recipes for the veggies that I can eat. I'm not able to eat lettuce right now and garlic and uh and so that's been super <laughs> annoying <laughs> mostly for the family because um they love garlic and I haven't been putting it any in anything and then I also find that I really can't eat out anymore because everything has garlic in it like literally everything um but veggie wise it's like lettuce and cucumbers and peppers and um fruits it's raspberries and anything citrus and these are all things that I really love. So I could sit here and play the victim and be like, this really sucks. Like I just, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna eat any veggies or fruit anymore because nothing even tastes good. You know, I, I'm gaining weight because I'm, I'm not eating the veggies that I wanted to or that I want to. And it's just, it, it just sucks, right? I could sit here and play the victim. What is that doing for me? Nothing. It's not doing anything except for making me feel significant about my problem and then putting me even more down in the dumps. So I know that I just need to start taking action. I just haven't made it a huge priority yet. Um, I've been doing some other things to try and bring my smell back. It hasn't been working. So now that I've given that the good old dash and try, I'm going to start really digging into looking for some veggie recipes that are easy for me to make and eat and that the whole family will like, right? That is taking action. And am I going to look up 15 recipes and make 15 recipes at a time? No, I'm going to start with one or two and then I'm going to add another one and then I'm going to add another one and then I'm going to add another one. So find the things that you can take action on and start doing them little by little. It doesn't have to be big action. It shouldn't be big action. That's when we get overwhelmed and we want to quit. Small action and you are going to start feeling so much better and you're going to start wanting to take more action and then a little bit more action. And then it's things are just going to start falling into place for you. Now, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have problems along the way. Of course you are, right? We we're human. <laughs> Things pop up all the time. And looking at other people's lives, you may be like people that are, that are significantly happy and who are upbeat and positive. You may look at their lives and be like, oh my gosh, there's nothing wrong. They have nothing wrong with their life. They are just, they're, they're perfect. They, it's just so easy for them. I am willing to bet that the reason it looks so easy for them is because of the way that they handle those problems and those challenges. I believe that this thing with my nose is happening to me for a reason. And if I don't believe that, I am screwed because it's just going to make me feel even crappier and crappier. 
this is happening for a reason. I don't know what that reason is yet. Maybe I will help inspire somebody else to take action on their parosmia. Maybe I'll end up coming up with some like cookbook someday or like a PDF recipe book or something like that for people with parosmia and have these same food aversions as I do. I have no idea. But I believe that everything happens to us for a reason. And if we don't take action on those things, we'll never know what that reason is. So I really hope that this episode was helpful for you. Um, Just enough sauce to give you a little fire under your booty. Um, But also know that I've been there and I know how it feels when it's, when you're down like that. And I know how much it sucks. So I just don't want you to stay there. Um, so, you know, one, one more quick thing before we wrap up. Um, I, I know teachers are such givers, such givers. And if you are feeling like you are in a stressed out, overwhelmed situation, please, please, please stop saying yes to everything. I see this all the time. I hear teachers saying, I'm so stressed. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so, I just, I don't know how I could put one more thing on my plate. And then they put one more thing on their plate. Stop, please, for the love of God. If you are stressed, if you are overwhelmed, stop putting more things on your plate. It's not helping anybody. It's not helping the people that you think that you're helping because you're probably not being the best person that you could be in that situation because you're so stressed and overwhelmed. It's definitely not helping you. It's not helping your students in your classroom. It's not helping your family at home because you're even more stressed and overwhelmed. You need to take that time that you would put into something or somebody else and you need to start putting it into you. You are worthy. You are an amazing human being and you deserve to be taken care of. So with that, I hope you all have a fabulous day and I am so grateful for all of you. And I just, I care about all of our teacher mamas so much and I just want you to start living your best life. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com or the teacher mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, Don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.